0: y'all you are listening to three of cups with katie mayer and katie each week these three best friend witches will collaborate together through combined card pulls to pour their cups into yours stay tuned as we share readings for the collective as well as personal readings with our listeners grab an empty cup and get ready for it to be filled with love
1: welcome back to three of cups I'm Katie M. I'm Mare. And I'm Katie G. And this is us! <laughs>
2: we
0: have we got never... to figure
2: something out. <laughs> a Word. This is like our 18th fucking episode and we still have no idea what to say. <laughs> yep. Listeners, what do you
0: think we should say?
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe we should poll our listeners. Anyway, um, <laughs> this, this week <laughs> we did a reading for Lily. And Lily is somebody that is, I don't want to say a stranger, because Katie does know her. But Lily was a new person to me and Mary. So it was very interesting. We've done a lot of readings for friends that all three of us know. So we're starting to get submissions from people that, um, you know, don't know us personally. And that's really cool. And we're really excited to do more of these. So Lily was kind of the first little jump into that um lily is pursuing law school and she's starting a business and she's got a lot going on and she's also a a fellow tarot reader so a lot of lily's reading and reiki
0: yes i think she's she's a reiki master i can't i can't remember what level she's at but she is very gifted yes
2: She's a yoga instructor. She's got a lot going on, but um, as a fellow tarot reader, you know we we all do readings for ourselves, and we get these messages. And sometimes it's like, well, <laughs> I don't know if this is real or true. If I should
0: believe it, so there's a lot of no Lily's way reading... spirits being this nice.
2: <laughs> this, yeah. So a lot of Lily's reading was reassurance for her about messages that she's getting personally. And it was just some good, uh, some good reassurance that all the messages she's getting is is what is true, and she's on the right path, and, and all of that. So it's definitely a feel good reading. Uh, it was very cool to meet her, and we're all excited to see to see her business kind of pop off yes. and this new journey yeah. for her. So. Yeah. Take a listen, and then in the second segment, stick around, because we have mentioned this in the past few episodes, specifically, I think, Taylor's episode, Um, but we are going to talk about our Reiki experiences, because we are now all Reiki-attuned. So I think we're going to split this up into two parts, because I think we could probably ramble on for an hour plus about Reiki. So we're going to... In this episode, talk about kind of what is Reiki, and then we're going to each talk about our personal experiences with our actual Reiki courses and actually getting attuned, talk about our teachers, what we liked, what we didn't like. So if you're thinking about becoming Reiki attuned, just some stuff for you to think about while you're finding your your teacher and looking at courses and things. And then eventually, I don't know when, I don't want to promise that it'll be next week, potentially will be next week but we don't know (laughs) Uh, we will talk about kind of how reiki has impacted our life after the attunement and kind of the the effects short-term long-term differences we noticed and and how the reiki is once it's settled in has kind of affected us so that'll be a whole other separate part yeah
0: all right well all right well enjoy enjoy the reading and the episode (laughs)
2: And welcome back. We are with Lily today for a reading and we're very excited to read for Lily. Lily, if you would like to uh, give us your reading topic today, what are we going to be reading for reading about for you.
3: Yes, I'd like some insight into what sort of career or um, just financial opportunities coming my way in the next, I'd say, um, till the end of the year.
0: Okay. Awesome. awesome. Okay,
2: cool. Okay. So I'm going to be starting out your reading. So if you're not familiar, we are doing a, our seven card signature spread. So my first two cards, one will be the first card will be, uh, your current energy. And then the second card will be the energy of the situation. And then Katie will do your third and fourth cards. Mary will do your fifth and sixth card. And then we'll loop back around to me for the seventh final card, which will be a message to take with you from your guides. So I'm just going to take a quick deep breath, kind of center ground into your energy a little bit. So feel free to, to join in that. Okay. So I, the... Deck I felt called to today is my Guardian of the Night Tarot. Um, this is a pretty, it's like a shadowy kind of tarot. It comes up for me with like past life things. So dealing with like the subconscious. So I'm interested to see what kind of messages we're gonna get out of this. This is also very um animal heavy. So if you, I'm also kind of while I was closing my eyes, I was like, oh, I wonder if she's like really connected to animals, because that may be why I into this deck too. All right. So we're just gonna get going here. So again, this first card will be your current energy. Okay. And I'm just gonna quickly get your second card before we dive in. Interesting. Two page cards. Okay. So I get my, my book out because this deck is so, the the messages are pretty unique because of the graphics and everything. So, your first card in terms of your current energy, I got the Page of Swords. So, it looks like this is a, I can't tell if it's like a ferret. It kind of looks like a ferret to me, right? I think that's a ferret. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or a meerkat.
2: <laughs> or a meerkat. Okay. For the Page of Swords, and this is the author speaking, I choose chose the black-footed ferret so it is a ferret (laughs) thanks to a customer suggestion this adorable creature is also one of the most endangered and was once considered to be extinct well the page of swords is about fortitude and well i think climbing your way back from extinction shows a whole lot of fortitude the page of swords has has the heart of an activist as passion conviction and quest for truth collide when this card appears, it may signal a situation requiring you to confront a difficulty or get out of your comfort zone. The page of Swords Energy creates tests or lessons that stimulate growth. When combined with a Swords Energy, your test centers around beliefs, your ability to see a situation clearly, and or your ability to speak truth to power. This, huddle, this hurdle may seem overwhelming at times. However, if you possess the mental grit to find success, the wisdom you gain from this experience will create a whole new world of opportunities. The Page of Swords represents youthful energy and may also indicate that although you are passionate about fighting for something you believe in, there is a risk of being perceived as immature or possessing a childlike idealism. The ferret brings a playful quality and is known for its inquisitive nature. Call upon the ferret when you need to win over over others as this curious creature will provide you with the energy to do your research. When you call upon the ferret you find engagement with others you find engagement with others will yield important information as you will find the questions to the answers that will solve your problems will pop right into your head. So the black footed ferret represents curiosity, playfulness and resourcefulness. So the things that are popping up to me about this card is one it's swords. So that is a lot of kind of your your mental thoughts. Um, I like that it did mention, you know, your voice in this as well. Um, a page, again, is that that playful kind of I don't want to say naive, but kind of that almost maiden kind of energy I kind of associate with pages in the in the tarot deck. Um, but I do want to call out that it mentioned the um, feeling like you've overcome something that seems to be a key theme here of your current energy is either maybe you're kind of still in the midst of that and you feel like you're kind of fighting and using your fortitude to get through something or it could be that you're kind of leaving that period now and just kind of coming out of that energy so I'm not sure if that resonates.
3: Yeah it definitely resonates. I'm, I'm taking on I just started a new business. Oh okay. Uh, so that's kind of a big thing. I have law school applications being submitted Okay. And um, I'm doing some activist work. So I, oh, I, wow. I had said activism and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just doing a lot of mental work to uh, prepare to be more busy next year in law school. So a lot going on, um, definitely overcoming struggles to get there.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. That sounds so exciting.
3: Okay, so for your
2: second card... The card that came out or that I pulled was the another page, a page of pentacles. Um, And this card shows a red octopus on it. Um, So I am going to go to the card description for that. But I just want to point out, like you just said, you have a lot going on. And like when I see all of like the octopus hands, it's like all of the different things that you're kind of juggling. Like you can picture all of your different uh, endeavors, kind of each one of them in this in these octopuses tentacles that's kind of what i'm seeing um so we're definitely getting the the energy that there's a lot going on with that card for sure okay page of pentacles the wise octopus brings a wealth of assets from the ability to strategically camouflage itself to regenerating a missing arm to your situation When you call on the octopus's energy, you will feel supportive forces from every angle, creating and generating abundance. The Page of Pentacles brings the message that you have the power to manifest that which you desire. Seize the opportunity when it rises. The Page of Pentacles asks that you take purposeful and practical action toward obtaining your goal. Your situation will benefit from a realistic approach, one that places a heavier emphasis on doing rather than dreaming your efforts will be rewarded. Stay patient and focused on moving forward. Manifesting a goal can take time and you may encounter challenges. Use any obstacles or setbacks as a way to prove yourself dependable and dedicated to fully realizing your dream. When you need to be flexible and adapt to a changing environment, quickly use the octopus's energy to smooth out the transition. This dynamic and intelligent animal creates a healing space after suffering a loss and and encourages new growth to emerge as new strength is formed when the page of pentacles appears to be ready for an opportunity that will spark a change. Let the wise octopus help you find a clarity in the situation as it propels you forward from the murky water and into the open sea of possibilities. The octopus represents intelligence, flexibility, adaptability, uh, concealing and regrowth. So I think that works perfectly well with your first card and kind of the situation you described of it even mentions, um, you know, overcoming something that theme pop has popped up again. And in terms of relating this back to the energy of your current situation, I think this is a really positive card and a really encouraging card telling you, you know, you have everything you need to, to manifest these goals and you have adaptability and flexibility and yes, challenges are going to come up, but you are able to, to kind of, you know, if you, if you stay focused and, 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 stay diligent you have the ability to to deal with what's coming your way and i also love the the idea of like the water aspect in this card even though you know pentacles is typically an earthly card but the 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 water of the octopus of kind of like flowing going with the flow and and dealing with things as they as they come up and as they emerge
3: awesome
1: yeah i like there was a line that said do rather than dream yes I really liked that line mm-hmm. because that's the – what I initially got was, like, there's a lot of moving
3: pieces
1: mm-hmm. in this and to really, like, if you know your dreams, like, do them rather than just dreaming mm-hmm.
0: them. All right. Whenever you're ready, Katie. Okay. Um, so, so many things to add on to. Um, so with that, like, moving pieces idea, uh, like, your cards that I got for the next few cards um, really – kind of signify to me that like, not only are there moving pieces, but there's stuff to move on from, um, and make like baby let go of. And the, the, these third and this third and fourth set, uh, represents what way your cup needs to be filled, um, and what can be released to make room for what you need. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all of the cards. Um, uh, Three of Swords came out for in what way is your cup needing to be filled, which kind of confused me a little bit because I always kind of think of Three of Swords as more of the releasing card. Um, You know, and then we do because we have that prompt. uh, What do you need to release? Um, So then for what do you need to release in order for, you know, new things to be coming in? We got the Ace of Swords and Nine of Wands. And I could I was like. I could tell, like, I think those are definitely for that fourth prompt. Um, so I just kind of kept shuffling to see, like, what that Three of Swords was about. And the star came out, um, which was just kind of interesting with Katie's, like, you know, talking about the water aspect. But whenever I have the, – the word draining kept coming to me, like, just draining with the Three of Swords. And, you know, when you drain something, you're obviously releasing, but are you then – draining it into something else or are you draining it away um and so i also like i've got the star card like kind of sitting up on top of the three of swords so when you know she's pouring the water into the water below her and i'm just kind of like picturing it like going through the heart the the piercing parts of the three of swords um so i think just in that aspect of like what you know of the filling aspect, fulfillment for you is just kind of acknowledging that there might be a letting go, a draining that needs to happen, a like new evolution of Lily, like this new kind of part of your soul stepping forward and knowing that like it is healing, it's going to be nourishing and like allowing that healing to kind of come in, fill those little like pierced holes in that heart um, from the three of swords. Um, so I think just really like accepting, you know, either nourishment of the support of others, um, your own kind of like self-care practices as you enter into law school or, you know, this new stage, like, I know I'm famous for, I will, you know, quit a job or, um, make, take something away that was really draining me. And then I'm like, oh, I have all this free time to, get a new job or to do something else. Um, so just kind of like pausing for a moment before you might add something on. Um, cause especially like with a new business and and new things coming in, like you're just getting these downloads and, and ways to like make it better or make it yours or whatever. And it's just like, there's so many things you can do at once at the beginning of something. And it gets, it's exciting, but just kind of knowing it's okay to like, stop for stop and pause and like there is always going to be room for growth there's always going to be things coming in so letting like letting anything that could overwhelm you like know know that those ideas or those things that you want they are still attainable but you don't have to like go over them or go after them like right now Um, because you have you have work to like you're going to law school like you got work to do (laughs) um so then in terms of what can be released to make room for what you need again you got the ace of swords and nine of wands for that both um flew out so you know ace of swords i'm thinking breakthrough clarity all of that new ideas but then with that nine of wands that very like guarded um kind of protecting what you have built and your manifestations and not, not letting anything like get in between you and that. Um, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, like you're, like you're preparing to like fight for what is yours um, and those new like breakthroughs or clarity that come in. Um, So just kind of releasing Again, that idea that like you have to do everything at once um, or that, you know, you're going to lose something because you don't implement it right there. Like all of these things are still there's always going to be time to do more, um, especially when you are starting your own business and creating things. Um, There's just there's always going to be time to do more. So just giving yourself that patience and nourishment through that. So
3: Yeah, that's beautiful how you um, describe the star, you know, pouring down into the crevices of the heart, stabbed yeah, by the swords. I, I, that's like
0: literally what I'm looking at it. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So I know I just like through I do that. I just like through a lot. It was just all the words coming out. So I also just want to say,
2: Katie, you specifically said the words like fight for something and like your activism specifically came to mind um with that and i don't that there might be like a deeper message there maybe but um i just wanted to call that out of like your energy feels very like you feel like a force to me and like you're ready to like Mm -hmm. get some shit done and it's really cool (laughs) Mm -hmm. thank you yeah
0: yeah Mary. Mary,
1: she's looking mischievous over there. <laughs> Guys, we are just so like connected. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. okay. So, I am pulling for what action can you take to fill your own cup and how can you pour your cup into others? And I was shuffling. I was shuffling as Katie was talking. <laughs> and it's so funny because you were going on about like the star was you were going on about the star and how with that like three of swords and needing to be filled and like the releasing aspect it's so funny I'm using this um dreamy moons what is this cosmic guidance it's an oracle deck so for what action can you take to fill your own cup I got the star oh wow <laughs> oh Um, and so this, it says blessings, inspiration, and time to shine. So what action can you take to fill your own cup? I was really, in the book, it said, um, allowing yourself to receive. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck out to me of just along with what Katie was saying, just being open to that releasing aspect and knowing that it's okay to allow yourself to receive good things don't dim your light and yeah it's it's time for you to really embrace this period of your life that may be chaotic but like you know where you want to head and the trajectory of your life and so the how can you pour your cup into others to go along the manifestation manifestation and these two came out together it was manifestation and fire Mm -hmm. and when I saw that I also was getting the aspect of that activism and so these two are for the how can you pour your cup into others and right when I saw that manifestation with the fire I was like oh this is giving that activism law school lawyer kind of wanting to do things for the greater good mm-hmm. and embracing that like passion for these things and <clears throat> so the manifestation says what you desire is on its way so knowing that I don't know how to say this it's at this very moment in time right now you don't necessarily have to put pour your cup into others because it will eventually come if that makes sense Mm -hmm.
3: like
0: that's what you're working towards mm -hmm. is being able to do that
1: and with the fire it's all about transformation rebirth renewal and the pouring the pouring into others cups can only come after that rebirth and transformation and Mm -hmm kind of, like, newness, and you have to get past the manifestation stage, you have to get past that, like, to go back to, to KDG, that phrase of don't do rather than dream, so, like, you're in your manifestation but phase, but do what you have to do to get to that end goal of being able to, like, pour everything, like, that you've been working on into others, Um, I do
0: want to look in the book
1: really quick just to see if there's any...
0: I'm really, like, interested right now in this duality, this, like, dynamic between fire and water that's Mm -hmm. happening. Like, um... I know. Two very opposite things.
1: Oh, okay, fire symbolizes rebirth purification and transformation creation which if we're thinking of the water aspect water is very like creative so creation and destruction life and death protection and loss fire can make you warm but get too close and it burns you so that might be a little reminder of kind of what katie i think katie did you katie m say something about the aspects of like adding too many things or am i making that up mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. talking about your jobs and that that sort of thing. That's yeah. kind of that, like, reminder of, like, you can do all of these things, but make sure that you're not adding so much fuel to the fire mm. to the point of, <laughs> you know, burning yourself and not being able to, you know, come through for all the things that you really want to make come through. Um, oh, this card is a sign to burn off the old and allow new to enter. <laughs> um but yeah so i i think yeah there's mention of like a phoenix rising parts of you are dying so that you can emerge again as a phoenix so just yeah you know what's important for you and the things that are going to fulfill you and how those things that fulfill you will in turn also fulfill other people so
0: yeah i'm also i'm I don't know. I think it's a lot of, like, the stuff that you know and needs mm-hmm. validation. And so I just kind of, like, was hearing, like, validate yourself, validate yourself. Like, don't don't stop doing that. Um, remember that that's important to – because it, it is very hard to, like, remember to do it unless you've got, like, the sticky note affirmations on your mirror, <laughs> you know? Um, so maybe do that. Like, just, like, stock up on validation for moments where – you're doubting almost.
3: Yeah. I definitely feel like all of those uh, remarks resonated a lot. (laughs) Good.
0: The, um,
2: the fire is like really coming through with your last card. Um, But two cards actually came out. So your last card is, a message to take with you from your guides so this is kind of like the nice little button we like to put (laughs) on all of our readings um i'm using the wild woman oracle which is a new deck to me um but i am loving the energy of it and especially for you it's about um i don't know it's just like embracing and working with like the divine feminine even the dark feminine and it just like that that energy of like you being like the force is like really resonating with this deck for me. So the two cards that came out are one is Anastasia, which is about self-discovery. Mm. So when Mary was talking about the fire, I was like looking at that lantern, that like lit lantern that she has, um, about kind of like letting the fire kind of like guide your way is kind of what I was hearing. Um, and then the second card that came out is the Morrigan and her theme is sovereignty. So I want to just mm. read the two. So just like right off the bat, what I'm getting is like Mary talked about like rebirth, fire rising from the Phoenix. And I'm seeing like what- whatever you're moving through or moving past or the phase that you just have gotten out of that was, like, the death part. And, like, now with this business and law school, like, you're entering that rebirth phase. And, like, this is you, like, that being born out of the ashes, that phoenix symbolism. That's the phase you're entering. And that is about self-discovery and, like, gaining your sovereignty back. That's, that's kind of, like, the theme mm-hmm. that I'm seeing with these cards. So, in terms of Anastasia... Her message is, nothing is more important than knowing thyself. If you have been feeling estranged from yourself lately, whether this has been internally triggered by past memories and experiences or triggered by external factors such as a tumultuous relationship or career change, it's time to journey back to who you truly are. Even though the true story of Imperial Russia's Grand Duchess Anastasia is tragic, for over a century the world has been mesmerized by the idea of Anastasia's escape and survival. Basically, the story of Anastasia is about her coming out of a terrible situation on her own, finding herself and rebuilding her life back up. So I think that's the the Mm -hmm. summation of the Mm -hmm. story there. Um, And then to couple that with the sovereignty card, it says the Morrigan reminds you that life will never be without challenges. Hardships, boundaries, and death are inevitable. And while it may be difficult to see when you're in the moment, they all carry value. It is easy to believe in our personal power and autonomy when the wheel turns in our favor, not so when we face misfortune. The Morgan asks you to stand firmly in your sovereignty, taking full dominion over your body, mind, heart, and soul. She wants you to develop willpower, grit, integrity, and self-respect qualities that never come freely or easily and are only born from overcoming struggle and strife. So there again is that that theme of the overcoming. And I really feel like that is kind of the phase that you're moving out to, out of, and again, moving into this, this rebirth and all this newness coming into your life, new business, new education, and it's just this kind of, the wheel kind of turn, starting to turn in your favor. So just remember that, it, you know, if you have come out of a, a hard situation, maybe even a traumatic situation, that, not that, I don't want to say that that happened to you for a reason, because I hate that idea, <laughs> but that you are able to gain something from that whether that just be a sense of reclaiming of yourself and personal power and whether or not it feels like it it is kind of supporting you in in where you're going it's fuel it's fuel yeah Yeah. exactly
3: yeah exactly yeah that definitely resonates I've been doing a lot of like inner healing work and I've been feeling like I've you know kind of come out of the cave a little bit recently so this mm-hmm. feels very reassuring In that mm-hmm. you know i am on the right path i just need to trust and mm-hmm. you know lead with with action and and with grace absolutely yes oh that's beautiful yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a great recap can i be nosy and ask what your business is <laughs> i i actually also read tarot <laughs> um, oh yeah i yeah. do yoga and reiki too so Oh, I love that! Oh, I love that. Oh, We're all reiki okay, attuned. Wow, that's why the
2: I energy's know. so yep, good.
0: <laughs> I know, Lily. I um, this was several months ago, but it was I think it was like a sound bath, breath work, and reiki at Tao. I, it might have been in the winter, but um, it was you and I think I can't remember her name. Ari, maybe you guys were doing reiki, and I had forgotten that you were doing it in there um with her I guess at some point and I realized I like all of a sudden like throughout it that was it that was a very powerful class for me or like session for me but you must have been near me at some point because I remember just like seeing in my like mind a lily for the longest time and then like once the class was over I was like wait lily's in here and like I think she was doing reiki oh my god yeah that's awesome so I like yeah. I always meant to tell you that, but it was so funny. And like, I think that was still when, like, it was still when Tao was new. So I was like, her name is Lily, right? Like I'm not crazy.
3: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, you're definitely, and I've, you know, I see you on social media too. So I like know a little bit about what you do and just that you are definitely a force and just, seem seem like unstoppable kind of and if you have a plan you're gonna stick to it yeah of course
3: of course how are you feeling I'm feeling good I'm feeling very reassured um I think like a lot of what was said are things that I like know inside but with the chatter of the mind sometimes Mm -hmm. it gets lost so having that like reassurance and um coming back to those themes that I am aware of in my soul felt really good so I really appreciate like the guidance you guys provided today
0: good of course well,
3: get you your get sticky as... notes yeah I've been, I've been <laughs> yeah taking your sticky notes on the mirror uh, yeah, <laughs> <notes yeah>. too. <laughs> you
1: oh, get gosh. it as a tarot reader yeah. though because it is mm-hmm. like we <laughs> we're like I don't want to believe what I'm pulling my cards so yeah, that's it's literally so hard we to read for yourself this. yeah yeah mm-hmm. like that's why we started this was to because we were doing that for each other, like, um, can you give me insight because my brain doesn't (laughs) want to believe what I'm reading right now.
0: Yeah, It's so nice to get like
2: a third party to just like confirm everything. You're like, okay, I, I know it's real now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And for me, it's like always, especially like good stuff, like all of like the uplifting messages that you got, like, I feel like, if you were to receive, I don't know, just me. If I were to receive those messages for myself, I'd be like, "Well, you uh-huh. know." Let me put that. <laughs> yeah. Let I'll me put, put that Yeah,
0: <laughs> this seems too good to be true. So, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so thank much. You. This was great. Thank
3: y'all. I really of appreciated course. you guys doing this today. Of course. Thank yeah. you so much for coming Absolutely. on and sharing your energy with us.
0: All right. Well, welcome All back. Right. Welcome back.
1: <laughs> welcome.
0: We're going to dig into mm-hmm. Reiki and some of our personal Reiki mm-hmm. journeys. Sure are.
1: Sure am. Sure are.
0: So what is Reiki?
1: <laughs> what is well, Reiki? <laughs> like, let me just take out my body. Google it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have my what is Reiki page pulled up from my website.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: So we know it's not
0: plagiarized. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all my all my sources are from google.com. Go. Okay, what is Reiki? Reiki as a word broken down, rei means spiritual wisdom. Ki chi However, I guess you say it, which in Reiki, you say Reiki um, is your life force energy. So it's something um, I think the the biggest thing about Reiki that people don't really get is like it's it it is around us. It is kind of with it like that life force energy. We all have it. It's just how we use it and move it and be productive with it. Um, so Reiki, I guess it's just kind of. Oh, no, it's just magic. Like a higher. Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: of Reiki energy is just like the like highest, purest form of energy. And like Katie said, it's all around us all the time. And becoming a Reiki practitioner is just becoming attuned to be able to like consciously move and channel the energy to do different things. Um, so it's not like, it's like a Brita filter. Yeah, that's a good, (laughs) that's a good (laughs) point. So it's like when you become a Reiki practitioner, you are literally just a channel and you're, you now just have the ability to move around and, and direct this energy that is everywhere all around. (laughs) So anybody can, can get attuned in and have access to, to be able to do this. Um, but in short, Reiki is a form of energy healing. Um, So, from what I've read, they are like certain texts and things that date it back, like to uh, like twenty five hundred years to like ancient uh, Tibetan Mm -hmm. Buddhist teachings. But I think in our modern Western culture, uh, you know, we think of it as more of a We we have a kind of a modernized look about it, and uh, Reiki was brought to the West by, um, there's a lot of different, I should say there's a lot of different styles of Reiki, there's a lot of, I think, misinformation around how it came here, because we'll probably talk about this later in the episode, but... um, a lot of things surrounding Reiki were not well documented and things have kind of just been passed down by word of mouth. So there's, the history is a little mysterious and evasive in that sense. Um,
0: yeah, well, and it's like, it's like you start talking about Reiki, I feel like, and there's so many different avenues of how to explain yeah. it, like where it came from, because it is, it's it's like an all-consuming sort of thing, like just, just in the way that um, you know, religions and God, like it's it's this concept that you just you have to like you have to let go and mm-hmm. let God, like you have to really open yourself up to it. And um, we'll get into this, but like I know for me, like it's always been something that I under like not understand, but it's just always something I've been open to and like receptive to receiving. But when I got attuned. Like, I remember the very first time we went into practicing it, I was like, wait, but I don't, I don't actually know how to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to do this. And then it was, I had this like clicking moment where I was like, that does like, it doesn't matter. Like I am Mm -hmm. now the channel. Mm -hmm. I am the Brita filter. And so my intention is to filter out that energy and, and move it around. And all I have to do is trust that I am doing Mm -hmm. that and have that intention and just, real again, just like really trust that that is what is is happening and and open myself to it and it's like once you once you let yourself do it like you can I mean you can feel mm-hmm. it in your hands you can feel it turn on and mm-hmm. off um, <clears throat> but you have to notice you have to be so present mm-hmm. and that is something that um, we just are so turned off to and and we talk about that you know in society all the time um so you know it's like. You don't believe, you don't receive. <laughs> sort of. No, literally.
1: I I was like, when explaining to people, I'm like, I don't know. You just have to believe how it works. <laughs> I just have magic hands yeah. now. Like that's all I can. All I can say is that this lady put the magic in me, and now I have magic hands, and,
0: <laughs> and that's how I've been describing to people. I'm like. again once you start talking about it like there's just so much that Mm -hmm. goes into it and like so much you want to validate about Mm -hmm. it because it's like once you know you know Mm -hmm. and um so it's it's hard not to just like be like well there's also Mm -hmm. this there's also this Uh like this is this is how i know xyz or this is how i experience Mm -hmm. it so um like you want to defend it Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. make people believe Mm -hmm. it
2: So going back to what you said about, like, when you were first getting your training done, you were like, wait, I don't know how to do this. Like, I think it also is important to note that, like, all Reiki practitioners are essentially doing the same thing, but you, we all do it in a completely different way. And, like, the more that you practice, the more that you kind of develop, like how you do it. Like my Reiki master teacher taught us like, this is how I perform a Reiki treatment, but you're going to figure out different, you know, like things that you do yourself. And I've mm-hmm. found, because I, I practice pretty regularly now um, with clients, offer Reiki at a, a local yoga studio. And I'm there probably once a week now um, doing sessions. So as I've practiced more on other people, I definitely have found like kind of my flow of like this is like my Reiki routine of like okay I start here and then I do this and I move here and even just I've gotten so much more comfortable like with the Reiki energy itself Where in the beginning I was so like like you learn the hand positions right and you feel like I felt so Mm -hmm. like um structured and like still and like I don't know, I don't know, how, like, I'm kind of uncomfortable and, like, awkward and, like, okay, I know this is what yeah. I'm supposed to do, but now, like, my practice, practice has become so much more fluid, and I actually, I haven't told you guys this uh-huh. yet, but I actually want to learn, like, tai chi i think because i was like i feel like i was like doing tai chi like in my reiki sessions recently oh my
0: gosh that's like that's your movement dance
2: and all of that coming through yeah so it's been really interesting like kind of the evolution of like my practice um and just as you get more comfortable with it like things change for you and you develop like this whole you know it's an actual practice a routine so i just wanted to throw that in there that Mm -hmm. like it's all different for everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know like also for me, and this is just recommended when you get attuned, like doing practicing, doing it on yourself um, is so important. And and because I think that also helps you, like that's helped me kind of at least set up like a beginning, like, you know, clearing that energy, doing the bio scan, which is where you kind of like see where, where you need it. Um, I can't remember what the... Biosyn. Biosyn. Yeah, yeah. The theosin, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, right. And uh, yes, I mean, when you do it on yourself, because like nobody's more tuned in to you than you. Like it just, it's funny. Cause like since getting it done, especially like that first week, like I forgot, I forget that I can do it. And like when I have like Katie and Mary, you know, like I've just had a rough couple months. And um, when I remember like, Oh, I can do this for myself. Let's, let's just try it. Cause like, it doesn't, it doesn't take much. Um, but it forces you again to really be present. And I mean, just being able to do it on yourself is just such a gift and like very empowering too. like, Oh, I, if I like realize, like, remember I have this and like, I can help myself with this in this moment. Um, I've been driving up and down interstate 95 a lot lately and I fucking hate driving on the interstate. Um, but I've been having to do that lately and I have been putting so much Reiki into the right lane (laughs) of interstate 95 northbound and southbound the past several weeks. I stay in that right lane, but, um, yeah, it's just that, that helps, um, it's it's just so cool what you can do with it and like as katie was saying like how you can make it your own if you just let yourself do Mm -hmm. that i think so much about spirituality um that i think a lot of people are are coming to now is how individualized it can it can be and trusting yourself to make your own practices you know reiki or not um just taking that autonomy and Uh, We talked about sovereignty Mm -hmm. in in Lily's reading, and I think that Reiki can really also help with that. Um, Yeah.
2: I guess we should – there's so much you can I guess we should talk about, like, the structure, because we talked about, like, doing Reiki on ourselves. So um, traditionally what I've seen – and again, there are different types of Reiki. Like, I'm uh, certified in Yusui Reiki. So typically, level one, um, you – Will only do reiki on yourself or like really close loved ones or pets. Uh, we should mention you can do reiki to anything. You can you can apply reiki mm-hmm. to pets, to your home, to objects, to nature, to yourself, to like literally anything. The interstate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So level one, that's kind of where your lane is. You you're doing yourself. You know you you, you can um your pets those sort of things. Then, when you become level two, then you're considered um, to be at a state where you can perform Reiki like to strangers as an actual service. Um, and then there's what's called a level three, which is a like master teacher training. So then you become a Reiki master and you now have the ability to attune others to Reiki and and teach Reiki training. So, those are kind of the three the three levels. So, um Mary, you didn't do your level 2 yet, right? You Nope, I
1: actually have my level 2 on Oh, shit. I think I have that in 2 weeks. Oh, wow. So exciting. Yeah. June 10th. I'm um, I signed up uh last week. Wow. Yeah.
2: Can't
0: wait to see what happens after Not that. that. <laughs> we'll Bro. get into all that
1: maybe in the
2: second I part, know. but um, yeah, so Katie and I are level two, two, two attuned. Oh, what's the matter?
1: Oh, I just saw my, Re- I didn't realize my Reiki um, master had, she was like, I hope your week is off to a dazzling start. Oh. I'm over the moon that you're continuing and planning to deepen your practice. Boy, a is she going to get start. an earful <laughs> when I tell her what the hell happened after my Reiki.
2: Woo! We'll leave that little teaser for you. Come back to the second part of this. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say,
0: Katie? Um, talking about kind of the different schools of thought around doing level one mm. and then waiting to do level okay. two um, versus doing level one and level two within the same weekend, which is how it was done for mm-hmm. me. Um, and just kind of, you know, not that either one is less valid, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, what what kind of goes into Mm -hmm. that especially like why you would want to separate it farther at least Mm -hmm. you know 30 days or so so my
2: reiki master the way that it was kind of passed down again all these things it kind of happens through what's called like a lineage so um Mm -hmm. you know your teacher has their own lineage that becomes your lineage and and again all of this information is really just passed down by word of mouth. I mean, more modern days, people have started to write books about Reiki and their own workbooks okay. and guidebooks and things. But, um, you know, the original knowledge is kind of preserved through words. So that's why there's so many different mm-hmm. like, schools of thought and variations and, and things like that. So
0: when it was brought to the United States, um, was during World War One. Yes. Um, and so you weren't like, it was also illegal. It was, there were different like reasons yeah. for keeping it word of mouth, yeah. um, legal reasons. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, the sacred aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, digging into Reiki history is y'all should Google it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's lots to be found there. <laughs> but,
3: yeah. Sorry, Katie. No,
0: that's okay.
2: I'm burping so much during this episode. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I've noticed like, so much. Um, So what my Reiki master, how she teaches and what she learned through her lineage is that you do Reiki level one training and then you wait at least 30 days before you do your Reiki level two. Um, And then you wait at least one year before doing your master teacher. Um, That's just what's been passed down uh, through her side of things. And the reasoning that they give for that is it when you become Reiki attuned, you are raising your vibration. And depending on your situation, that is going to cause things in your life to happen. <laughs> like, So, it, you know, it's going to be different for everybody. Everybody has a different, I don't want to say reaction, but things that happen after their Reiki training. So I think I personally believe in kind of that that cadence of things because you don't want to like take on too much you don't want the reiki energy to become like overwhelming so the idea is you get your reiki level one training you will experience a shift um it's usually not a super super dramatic shift mary is an anomaly (laughs) um but it can it can happen it can happen (laughs) Um, like, I can't imagine what would have happened if you did both in the same weekend, Mary. So
1: (laughs) I would have lit my
2: house on fire. So, (laughs) so, you know, if you're ever like, if you're feeling hesitant about it, there's no, there's no bad thing about going slow. You know, there's no, there's no negative aspect of taking it one step at a time and going slow. So. That's just kind of what I learned.
0: And I know for me, like, I am. Feather in my mouth. Um, I am somebody like, like, growing up as a dancer, like, just kind of trained me to be somebody that was like, you master one thing first before moving on mm-hmm. to the next. Mm-hmm. And like, you take that very seriously. Um, and also, just like, with kind of my school of thought around, um, therapy and mm. and healing practices in general. Um, again, it's not something you rush because it's all about gaining knowledge and experience. Um, so that said, I did, like I said, receive my level one one day and the next day receive level two. Um, and I had preferred, I've been wanting to get attuned for a couple years and it took me a long time to do it mainly because I couldn't find anywhere where I lived that would only do level one. Um, and finally this opportunity came up at a yoga Reiki center, literally down the street from me. Um, and it was a very affordable price. (laughs) And I was just like, I want to do this, um, with my current, like, just the way that my life professionally and personally is going, it was just really good timing. And so I was just like, it, I, it ultimately it's up to me what I choose to do with this. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I can, Mm -hmm. you know, keep it, still allow myself to kind of experience like that level one aspect of it, because, um, I'd still wanted to like be able to know what it was like to practice it on myself and my cats. And, (laughs) um, so yeah, I just had, I had the opportunity to do it, you know, a month apart or whatever, I probably would have gone that route. But this again was just, I was like, just do it. Like, um, and Katie was very comforting. It doesn't make me any less, you know, mm-hmm. attuned. And that's one of the other things about the attunement and Katie really explained this and we'll get again, more into our experiences next time. Um, cause my experience was a little interesting. I, I had a good one, but it was just interesting. Um, and one of the things Katie really stressed was just like, there's no like you're there once you're attuned you're attuned Mm -hmm. like it's not like the per like if the person who attuned you you don't like that or you don't like how they taught you it doesn't make the reiki attunement you received any less of a reiki attunement like it's um you know yeah 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 Yeah. and then mine was
1: mine was a two-day level one so like mine was a very comprehensive long like from 10 to like four thirty in the at night um for two days we covered just level one so i feel like that was for me really mm. nice because i tend to not um what is the word retain yeah. information easily like it's kind of hard for me and school was always hard for me and being able to like I can learn everything but does it stay up here you know like yeah the memory aspect of all the like if I if somebody asked me like what is Reiki I'd be like
0: magic hands <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Yeah. Because like, I have my textbook open right here.
1: <laughs> I'm li- I'm literally like um <laughs> So, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me whip out my binder. Um but my Reiki master, she created her own textbook and has done so much just research on her own and reading and took like all of her resources and created a really comprehensive and easy to understand textbook to where we didn't have to take a single note at all. Like she basically everything that she was speaking, she was like, you will find it right here in the book. Like, I don't want you to have to be like writing things down and missing things. Like it's all right here in the book. So all I had to do was like underline certain things. And it just, I liked it because there was only two of us in the class
0: that is and, so cool mm-hmm. I've, that we is literally so cool. just
1: it felt like I was just sitting with two of my friends like it literally felt like I was sitting with you guys and just having a conversation about Reiki all day long and we had the opportunity to like ask you know put input here and there she was very much like say whatever you want to say like don't hold back if you have something to say like say it and it will obviously be important so yeah I really liked that and at first I was a little bit like oh man I kind of wish that I kind of wish that I was doing the level one and two in a two day span like I was like "Mm, that kind of sucks like I kind of wish or that it was just one day Mm -hmm. but now looking back I was like so excited after Saturday to go back again on Sunday like I was so excited because it was just such a Comfortable experience, I guess. So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that transitioned
1: yeah. us perfectly mm-hmm. into talking about our actual experiences because
2: we all had very three very different experiences. So, I think it's going to be really cool to talk yeah. about them. So, like, if you, the listener, are looking to get Reiki attuned, you can kind of like hear three very different experiences and take all of that into consideration,
0: like, when you want to get your training. So, yeah. I just realized this, I hadn't thought about this, but Katie, like, your training and experience was very structured, mm-hmm. and, like, your teacher was, like, no nonsense, mm-hmm. you're pretty structured. Oh, my God. Mine was silly and goofy as hell. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about mine. Um, mine was just a fucking... Like, it was the most Katie way of getting Ricky a dude. No, that. Literally. And again, the cool thing about it, it was in my neighborhood. Like I was a couple blocks away from my yeah. house, which was really, I think that helped me kind of just embrace the silliness of it. And like, we did a lot of stuff outside in my neighborhood. But then Mary's, we always joke about Mary's chaos. Like Mary, Mary had several towers fall down. <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny. Like all of our experiences it, like... were so yeah. like in, us. Yeah that's yeah. a
2: really good point i didn't realize that i just oh realized my that God.
0: yeah wow so,
2: stay tuned for that yeah we'll talk about the aftermath in the next in the next mm-hmm. segment of this but we'll get a little bit into the courses yeah. this time are we ready to do that
1: yeah 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 do you want me to go yeah, first go ahead
2: yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. So like I said, I had I did my Reiki level one and level two separately. They were each one hour, like eight hour days. Um, so I did my first one in October of twenty twenty one, which I can't believe that that's like coming up on two years already. That's like sure. insane. Yeah.
1: Wow. And then I did
2: my... And that's
0: when we all met. Yeah. No, that's... Around that time. Yeah,
2: no, I got my Reiki attunement, and then that, literally that same month is when I involved myself in the community that we've spoken about in the past. In our cult. Bing bong! (laughs) (laughs) That was perfect timing. Okay. Um... And then I did my level two in February of 2022. So what is that? Like five, almost six months apart. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, my teacher does the trainings like that purposefully. So she'll teach um, like level two at the beginning of the year and then level one at the end of the year. So that like you don't really have a choice. <laughs> you have to separate mm-hmm. them out by yeah. month's apart. Yeah. Um. And I really enjoyed... My experience now listening to parts of Katie's and parts of Mary's experiences, obviously there's some things, like, I wish that would have happened that didn't. um, But for the most part, I really think she's glad that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) No tree climbing going on (laughs) (laughs) For the most part, I was very happy with my experience. Um, My Reiki master is she. – that is, like, all she does. She owns her own practice, and she has back-to-back-to-back-to-back Reiki sessions every day, pretty much every day of the week. I honestly don't know how she – Handles and manages all of that, that's but what mine is that's too. what she does. Um, so she's like very experienced. Has been doing. She's been attuned for like twenty years. Um, she's also I don't know if she is actually registered, but she's going through the certification of becoming like a natural, like a naturopath, like an actual doctor. Um, mm-hmm. So she's very much in tune with you know just the body's natural kind of healing abilities. I'm going to pause right here because I need to close this window because Justin just started mowing the lawn. Sorry about
0: that. So she's... Rude of him to do chores while we're (laughs) recording.
1: I know, Justin. (laughs) Jesus. He cannot win.
2: (laughs) So... She is very; she's just very in tune with kind of the body's natural healing abilities. She has like a, an acupuncturist in her office, and her practice is just very, you know, kind of well rounded in that aspect. Like Katie mentioned, she's like very structured, which I really appreciated. Um, you know, it was very there. So, in my level one training, I believe there was eight or nine of us. There were supposed to be ten. She will only do ten people max her class and one or two people didn't end up showing up. So I don't remember if it was eight or if it was nine, but there was about that many people. And we started basically for the first half of the day. She does all of the the history of Reiki and talks through all of that kind of stuff. And then um, right before lunch is when she does the attunements. So before that you do, and I don't, I believe Both Katie and Mary did something similar, but you, you go into a meditation to, um, the way that we did it was to meet your Reiki spirit guide, essentially. So, um, I don't know if you guys did that too. We can get into that, but basically it's a guided meditation. You know, everybody's doing the same meditation, but then afterwards we kind of spoke about it and it was all very different meditative experiences. So that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, meet your Reiki spirit guide, and then you get the attunement, and then we break for lunch. And then after lunch is when we did all of the hands-on practice. So it was like three and a half, four hours of actual hands-on practice with the other people in in the class. So that was really cool. Um, I don't know what else I should say. I would say that, so some things that like now hearing other people's experiences that I really liked is that... Um, Mine was very focused, like, yes, we were in a group of eight to nine people, but she was very focused on everybody's, like, individual experiences, so after the meditation, we kind of all parted ways, and she gave us time to journal, that was part of the thing she, like, gave us a journal, and she wanted us to, like, write down what happened in meditation, like, with a lot of as much detail as we could. She wanted us basically to like record that experience of like meeting our Reiki spirit guide. So that was really cool. I liked being able to kind of like retreat to my own little corner for a minute and, and have that, you know, that experience recording and journaling after the meditation. And then for lunch, it was just like a hour lunch. You can leave, you can stay, you can hang out and chat, whatever, but there was no kind of structure to that. She recommended everybody bring their own lunch. So I actually did sit there for a little while and chat, but then I did go out to my car for, like, the second half and just kind of, like, sat with myself. I just, like, wanted that alone time, which is very me. Um So I just appreciated, like, the opportunity to do that of, like, Mm -hmm. there was no pressure for, like, all eight of us to, like, sit around a table and, like, eat lunch together. Like, we could all do, like, whatever we felt we needed to do in that moment. So I like that. Um, Some things that I kind of would have, like, in an ideal world would have liked to change is um, my Reiki master, she did supply us with, like, worksheets and you know, a textbook of sorts. But at the beginning of the training, she said she purposefully did not put everything in there because she wanted us to take notes and she wanted us to be like actively listening and writing things down. And it did go back to kind of the history of Reiki of not everything was recorded and recording Mm -hmm. things in your own words from your own perspective. She wanted to kind of like honor that part of it but i think just for who i am as a person i think i would have appreciated something that mary got like the full textbook she does provide i should say she does provide that when you're when you reach the master teacher level so in her mind mm-hmm. it's like for one and two you have this responsibility to kind of record your own information and go out of your way to learn what you want to learn and then at the master teacher level, that's when she supplies you with like the comprehensive, like this is the textbook um, so that you can pass the knowledge down to other people. But just for who I am as a person, like I think I personally would have liked to just be like handed the thing and be like, so I can go back and, mm-hmm. cause I stress about like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I missed something. So I'm like frantically writing yeah. and whatever. So <laughs> that's just one thing. Um, and another thing is like at points she did get, she did, put some personal, and this was more when we were chatting, not so much, like, about Reiki, but just, like, chatting, you know, about other things during lunch and whatnot. She shared some political views that I do not, which is fine, but it's just, like, I don't know that that needed to really be, like, included in the day, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's just some things that, some things that we, like, definitely for sure did not see eye to eye on. Um, Keep in mind, this was, like, in the middle of the pandemic so you can only imagine like what the fuck was yeah. we were talking about but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like that part of it was a Yikes. little bit of like a damper of like oh like you know that's not exactly the kind of person I was, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. she's very nice she she helps a shit ton of people like she's very gifted and whatnot but i just kind of wish we could have avoided that kind of conversation because it really wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't needed for there's a time exactly place. yeah it, it was definitely wasn't needed to, to do the Reiki training so I would say those are probably my only two like real qualms but like I said overall I'm, I'm really happy with my experience and level two was very very same in, the, in terms of how structured it was the class was much smaller it was me and two other women so there was only three of us um, and she said that uh when she does master teacher she always does that one-on-one um so that's always Mm. a a one-on-one experience when she Hmm. when when she basically like I could because it's been a year now since I got my level two I could reach out to her um and schedule my my master teacher training with her and she would do that one-on-one for me at a time that works for her so
0: yeah I'll share a little bit about my courses um you know, see, my experience was very interactive. So several details I will save for next week. Um, well, I mean, are we going to next week? Are we going to talk more about like our afterwards experiences yeah. or like experiences during? Okay. Then I'll tell a little bit yeah. about the interactions. Yeah. Um, so mine, like I said, and I was very thankful for this. Um, we have talked before about how much I love the city that I live in (laughs) my neighborhood. (laughs) Um, but my specific neighborhood, I've lived here several years and, um, it's, it's just, I moved here right before the pandemic. And so this really, like this specific neighborhood is just very comforting. It's my home. Um, there's just a lot of like personal ways, like I feel tied to this neighborhood. And so it was just really cool that I could do it right down the street. And my neighborhood has some really cool parks. Um, and so we did a lot of things in those parks that I've already spent so much time in. Um, and so I just, that was like really meaningful to me and it was, a couple who facilitated it, but it was the um, wife of the duo. I want to use their names because I use their names a lot, but I'm not going to. Um, they were amazing people. I loved them so much. Um, I love them so much. And it was really cool because like the husband was more there. Just he was also getting attuned. She has been practicing Reiki for a long time. She started off as a, she is a social worker. She's very she is very much the type of person that's like, she wants to, she wants everybody to get attuned in Reiki. She, she truly thinks that Reiki can heal heal the world. And quite honestly, I think so too. Um, but so she was just very passionate, but I think like, especially with her social work background, like she's just somebody that really like wants to talk to others, wants to hear about others. Um, anyways, back to her husband. Um, she, I love this man. And it's rare. I feel like it's rare that you see a husband and wife duo that are like doing some sort of business aspect together where you're not just like, God, that guy's such an asshole. Um, but he was just there to kind of assist in the in the tech aspects of it. And he was getting attuned also because she would not. She made him wait like several years to get attuned because that she wanted him up. to understand the severity of it, <clears throat> which I appreciated. And he was like, yes, ma'am. Um, but he was just such a lovely, like, assist to her. It was really nice to, like, see their relationship. Um, that has nothing to do with my quarters. <laughs> but again, this You're experience is like- just, it was just interactive. So I feel like I need to, like, set the scene with the people. Um.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I'm still listening, so keep going. I'm just going to pee. Okay.
0: So first day, we kind of did, like, what Katie did. We, um did you know kind of learned the essentials um got attuned practice the second half of the day and then um I'll get into the second day but so for we got a textbook I am a sui holy fire which is I think the more westernized version of it that um William Lee Rand developed um and so i got the textbook that was written by him um and so and it's a very comprehensive textbook we did not go through the textbook as much and um the one thing that i do wish that we had done differently i mean the biggest thing i would say is just kind of the educational aspect of it because i am somebody who like i need i hate to say i need the facts as in like i need the facts in order to believe it's real but like for me to practice something and a- again like i just take it very i wanted i want to respect it you know mm-hmm. yeah um and so i do wish there was more of that but the textbook that i have has all of the information that i wanted um and so that was nice but my teacher was just she really wanted it to kind of be a conversation um which i'm not when i am learning something you know, unless it's, like, in my current classes, which do require discussion, um, I like to be taught by the teacher. Um, Mm -hmm. And she did not want to really look at herself as an authority figure, I think, in that moment, um, or, or the way that she teaches, which, again, I think that is a lot of her just experience working in communities and underserved people. I think she's just probably more of somebody that wants to, like have collective experiences. Um, but what happened was it, it allowed for people. It was like, there were boundaries that weren't really set up around that. Mm-hmm. So there were, but anyways, um, there was one person that, that just kind of was inserting their opinion throughout a, a lot of both of the days. And um, there were a couple of people that just kind of didn't know, like not, not great at reading the room, And my teacher was just, um, you know, she doesn't want to put baby in the corner. (laughs) She, she wants everybody to have their time. There were, there were a few moments where she was just kind of like, all right, that's enough. Like we we are going to get to business. (laughs) Um, but so we did an inner child meditation at the beginning before getting attuned Um, and part of that was going, so the the whole holy fire thing, there's like this violet flame, um, and that, that is part of the holy fire aspect. And she had us going into a sea of the violet flames and I just could not comprehend an ocean of fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rough one. (laughs) That, that that was purple. Make it make sense. <laughs> I need the facts. Um, but again, I have talked about this. I think it, before I am not a fan of inner child work. Um, I think there's a time and a place, and something that Katie and I talked about that day was that, and I as somebody who really is big into trauma informed stuff, like Katie was like, that's not okay. Like, so you have to be careful when, when doing inner child work, um, particularly in a situation like that, that is so vulnerable, vulnerable and emotions are going to come up regardless. Um, like I have severe childhood trauma and the entire month before this shit hit the fan. Um, with a lot of things coming up and, um, I will open up about that a little bit more when we talk about this, but, um, cause I kind of don't really care anymore. I'll talk about my dad on this podcast. I think it's fine. Maybe somebody will hear it. Um, <laughs> but it was just, that was a hard thing for me and I'm not, I'm not a person that's like easily triggered. I try to be really like tough girl about my daddy stuff because, um, I am a tough girl. <laughs> and but it just it turned the meditation did not go as planned as far as my inner child going into this violet sea of flames. Um and I went to a different place. And I still think it, it it was the kind of thing where I was like in the meditation and I was like, fuck, like I'm not on track. I'm thinking about this thing. And then I realized like, oh no, this is this is where I'm supposed to be going because it did, you know, come up about there was stuff about my dad. Um but I did realize, like, no, this is this is necessary. Um, and again, we will, I will explain more about that later. But um, so then we went, we took breaks. Um, because she she called like three of us in the room, like we were all kind of out in the little yoga studio. And then she, the yoga studio has Reiki rooms like attached to it, anyways. So she took like three of us at a time to do the attunement. Um, and then she really encouraged us going outside journaling. So I went outside and going back to the aspect of my neighborhood, it was really cool to be able to go outside and like go across to this park, go across the street to this park that like, um, I get to go to all the time and I was seeing it differently. I was feeling differently in that moment. Like I was so like, in a daze and it was cool because I'm walking through my neighborhood that like my neighborhood's kind of like like a hip place I guess mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. so when I go for walks like I want to look I, I will like spend 30 minutes like picking out an outfit to go for a walk um, <laughs> and I just had this moment where I was like I don't care like I just don't care like I'm at home I, this is my house <laughs> this is my neighborhood welcome um, to my house. <laughs> colors were really cool um, but then this, we, after that is when we started, we started practicing on ourselves. Yeah. I really can't remember what we did the second half of that day. Cause we obviously didn't practice on each other, but the second day we got attuned fairly early in the day. We actually started that day outside. Um, we started in the park across the street. We did like some Qigong, some movement. Um, there was an interesting aspect that happened there. I do live in the city, um, so, but it's a southern city. So, you know, there's still nature and open spaces and stuff. Um, but we were doing Qigong in a circle. It's a sunny morning. <laughs> and, I mean, this was, this was, it was funny, but also, like, tragic, Um and, and kind of, I don't want to say serendipitous, but it was like that that happened in that moment for a reason, for sure. Um, but this person, I did not see them. You could just hear them. I had my back to them. They came on a street corner across the street and started screaming very much, like just saying stuff that didn't make sense. They, I'm not going to say what they said, but they were screaming like, very vulgar things. Um, and it's like nine in the morning. Um, they were screaming vulgar things. You didn't really know who they were talking to. They were just kind of talking. Um, and they mentioned something about stalking, um, when they were screaming, and so I'll get back to that in a second, but it was just one of the people like in the circle as that was happening, just kept saying like compassion, like just give that person compassion, like just judge, like, you know, let your judgment go, like just send them compassion. Because it was one yeah, of those things yeah. where like, if you're hanging out with your friends or something, it's like, oh my God, like what the fuck? But like, it's true. Like that person deserved no judgment Mm -hmm. in that moment. And that person probably needs help and is sick. And um, it was just, you know, we did kind of have that opportunity to hold, we didn't obviously speak to that person. It could have been an unsafe situation, but um, it it just gave us an opportunity to kind of be like, I think this, you know, did did this person, gravitate towards us, like this, this negative vibration, um, gravitate to us and like have this moment of release and screaming towards this group whose vibration was really high. Things like that are what, are what made my experience. It wasn't really the course. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was interactive. It, it was different. Um, and so we spent probably half the day outside then we did lunch and then came in, did level two and or got level two attuned and then we're practicing on each other for the rest of the day um but i would say i mean most of day two like we didn't necessarily learn anything we just held space for conversation mm-hmm. and it's like i didn't i didn't have a problem with it just because i, I didn't know i would never done this before um but again i am somebody like i want I want to learn the information that I need to learn to, again, to know what I am doing and respect what I'm doing. Um, but, yeah, again, there – it was a wild ride. Um, but very different, but just as valid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Mine, like I said, mine was just me and one other person, and there was actually supposed to be a couple – doing it with us but they backed out at the last minute so it was just two of us it was at the reiki master's home and her house was stunning like literally a dream i i found out she had just built it in i think 2019 her and her husband and what's interesting is my reiki master reminded me so much of katie oh my god i forgot about this part Yes. Yeah. No, they have the same vibe and this woman, she is tiny. Like she is a small woman and she kind of like I, like I don't know how else to put it other than she just gives off your same energy where like I went in and I was like, "Okay, like kind of um not really knowing what I w- what what her vibe was going to be because she appeared very put together and just calm and collected but then all of a sudden she'd be she'd be out here throwing out <laughs> cuss words and stuff and I'm like oh you're chill <laughs> um but she also she like she um I don't know how old she is she's an I don't want to guess her age but she's not my age she's an older woman she doesn't have children um she loves animals like adores animals and actually didn't realize that Reiki was for humans as well she got into Reiki because of getting it for her animals and so yeah it was just two of us in there um the space was so comfortable and cozy and um right off the bat she was just saying like do not say sorry in this, in this room, in this space. Like, if you have something to say, say it. We as women are taught to, you know, apologize for using our voice and, you know, saying things that we want to say. And so if you have something to say, I'm an open book. Like I, she literally said, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. (laughs) And I was like, hell yeah. So... The lady that was, um, in my course with me, she had actually gotten Reiki level one attuned already. So this was like a refresher for her. And, um, so that was really cool because she wasn't very, like, my teacher was that like authoritarian, like she had the authority, but also she, like- would open up the space like do you have any like insight on this like what are your thoughts of this or would ask questions like if xyz happened what would you do and like I have never been one to like when I did college for literally one semester and dropped out of all my classes because I couldn't deal you know like when a professor is asking the classroom like you, you got to answer a question. Uh-huh. I simply would never. Like, I would never answer a question. And with this woman, I was just like, boom, bop, like, saying all the things. And she was like, absolutely, 100%. So we did a meditation in the beginning. Um, and then we didn't do the whole meet our Reiki guide. It wasn't like that. But it was just, like, kind of like a meditation And then we went over the history and she kind of bounced back and forth. Like she didn't just go page by page in the textbook. She kind of like went back and forth, which I liked because the flow of it was really nice. Um, But we took lunch and then after lunch on the first day is when we got the actual attunement and, um, and then that first day, we focused on doing Reiki on ourselves, and then when we came in for the second day, we went more into technique mm. and hand positions and um doing it on others. And kind of she explained exactly how she does it in her practice, and then we did it on each other. And so it was just two of us, so it was really cool to it really was like a one-on-one experience where there was just room to ask simply whatever. Like there was no room for confusion because we both felt so comfortable being able to ask questions. Whereas kind of, if you're in a bigger group, you might hold back what you have to say a Mm -hmm. little bit. So that was really nice. And she really like went over like her, I really liked how she went over her whole practice and how she does things and like, even she went over things as far as, um, like, booking clients and, like, how she goes about, like, her, um, her like, intake mm-hmm. forms mm-hmm. and the things that she asks, like, on the intake form and then what happens when a client comes mm-hmm. and, like, really specifying, like, okay, if you have a client come, what do you do, wh- mm-hmm. like, the, the um, bedside, what is bedside that manor. Bedside, bedside manner. Manner, yeah, that that aspect. Like, she was really big on that. Um, and, yeah, it was just a really, really nice experience. Um, when we took lunch, like, just the three of us were just sitting there eating lunch together and just, like, having random conversations about, like, art and traveling and all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, she, we'd just be like, okay, I think it's back, back to Reiki. <laughs> like, let's get back into this. Um, so, yeah, I had... I quite literally have Mm -hmm. no (laughs) no negatives like it was genuinely just such a wonderful experience and I live in a very like I wouldn't say it's rural but it's it's like a mix of like rural and suburbia kind of where there's not much around me and I've really had to dig to find this lady and travel you know over an hour to go and get this done but I just feel like I lucked out so much because Mm -hmm. it it was just the vibe Mm -hmm. like it was just such a immediate like oh this is I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be with this and yeah I really liked the two day aspect I was able to soak in a lot um and yeah we'll see what happens with with the level Mm -hmm. two and obviously there was a lot of shit that went down (laughs) after um yep which you will have to listen to a different episode to hear about minutes after Minutes. Minute. and so so to Katie M's point of like going outside and just seeing the world in a different view, my ass after my second my second day, I got the most incredible Popeyes sandwich <laughs> chicken sandwich. the most incredible where I literally felt like I had never eaten a day in my life and that sandwich cured every ounce oh of anything. And unfortunately for me, I threw up that entire oh Popeye <laughs> sandwich so I don't think I'll ever be able to eat it again. <laughs> oh but we'll talk about that next
2: time. On the topic okay. of, like, finding the instructor, there's a few things I want to say there. Yeah. Um I think that if you want to get Reiki attuned, like, like Mary did and like Katie did, like, really put in the research of like who you're going to um there is a resource so there's something called the IARP which is the International Association of Reiki Practitioners and it's basically you as a Reiki practitioner you can pay to become a member and what that means is that like If you're paying to become a member of this organization, you are serious about your Reiki practice and it does provide, you know, a sense of credibility there. Um, You know, when you apply to become a member, they do their due diligence, make sure you have the correct certifications and all of that. Um, So... They have a whole, basically, search function on their website, and I'll put it in the notes. But if you are looking to become Reiki-attuned and you want to find a teacher, I recommend going to the IARP website and searching for master teachers in your area. And at least you know that if you're finding the person through that website, obviously, you know, don't just... Pick a name <laughs> off of the website. Go go deeper and and see what else you can find about the person. But at least you have a starting point, and you know that the person is serious enough. They have the correct certifications, and they you know they care about their practice so much that they're willing to you know put forth money <laughs> to to gain this credibility. Um, so that would be my one major tip for for finding your your master teacher yeah
0: Yeah, I think um and and like following your intuition on it too Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know when is the right time when is Mm -hmm. you're never gonna know until you have it but um I think it's okay to wait for somebody that you do find is worth it and um like somebody that you'll vibe with Mm -hmm. and like you feel the experience will be safe Mm -hmm. and relatable um, I think the relatability would be really important. Um, like Mary's experience like just really happened to click with mm-hmm. who she is. Um, so yeah, and, and mine did in ways for sure. <laughs> Mary, you're on mute. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs>
1: uh, I was saying that was something that I really appreciated was In the beginning, I had mentioned um, kind of when when I was talking about myself uh, getting to know my Reiki teacher and the person with me, I had mentioned that I was a doula and that I was kind of wanting to weave somehow the Reiki into helping me get back into that birth field. And immediately she was like, have you heard of sacred childbirth? And I was like, ma'am and she is literally a um medical reiki master uh, and of sacred childbirth something mm-hmm. along those lines and was like really like oh, she was just so excited about that and i was just like oh wow like i really picked the right person Mm -hmm. for me where like right off the bat she was like oh my god this is amazing like have you heard of this this is how you can like weave this in and i was like wow like it just felt like everything
0: are you burping katie yeah immediately when mary started thinking about this i was like oh god (laughs) and it's well i'll just do a little teaser
1: but after my reiki attunement my my daughter said something to me about having another baby (laughs) one day And it was just interesting that that, like, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to get this was for that birth aspect. And, like, right after getting a tune, she's like, you're going to have another baby. And I'm like, maybe not, but (laughs) we will see. Maybe I'll help other people have a baby.
0: Mm -hmm. A baby in the form of a project. Literally. Literally.
2: A creative Mm. baby. We could literally talk Uh about this for so long.
1: I
0: know. Like, I'm I'm
2: still thinking of other things I could say. I know.
1: Part one, part
2: two, part three. (laughs) I just, the one last thing, and then I'll shut the fuck up, is, like, so Reiki, as you can tell by our three very different experiences, Reiki is not a regulated field. There is no, Mm -hmm. like, master organization that says all Reiki trainings happen in this specific way. So that's why you have to be careful, basically. You know, there are people, mm-hmm. there's definitely scammers out there. There are people that are, you know, going to do some questionable things. So just just know that. Use the resource of the, the IARP and really, really do your research. And like Katie said, use your intuition about who you think is going to, like, really resonate with you for the training.
0: So... Just stuff to keep in mind. Well, this is something we're very passionate about. Yes. So if you think you should get Reiki attuned, do it. Yeah. With the right person. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So, but we'll share more about our individual aftermaths. Yes. And experiences. Um, we will leave you with they were all
3: very different. Very different.
0: I like don't even I truly do not even know the proper word to describe Mary's. So um, <laughs> you're just gonna have to listen to
1: it. You know what? Fuck it. Let's fucking go. Cheers. Cheers! Cheers. Like, oh,
0: what is you doing pictures. on this phone? And I and I take <laughs> pictures of the cat.
1: thank you for listening to this week's episode of three of cups we hope you enjoyed and feel full enough to pour your cup into others if you would like to be featured on an episode of three of cups you can apply for a free personal reading via the link in our description to keep up with new episodes and information you can find us on social media at three of cups pod see you next monday